Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocky can. So glad to have you. It's been a very eventful Thursday here. And much to Perloff's delight, weather is the number one topic in sports right now because the Buffalo Bills-Cleveland Browns game has been moved. Not to my delight. The opposite. You love talking about the weather. I love weather. I love snow football games. I don't love indoor football games. (laughs) Weather, traffic, all the sad dad things. You love talking about this. How long it's going to take to get to the airport. It's just right up your alley. So that has been the topic of the day because, as I said, they moved the game. Bills-Browns will now be played in Detroit because the Lions are going to be in New York playing the Giants this weekend. It will be at 1 o'clock. And then the Bills, I don't know if they're going to stay in Detroit. Probably makes a lot of sense because they're playing the Lions on Thanksgiving, 1230 Ford Field. Yawn. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Bills-Browns-Detroit 1 o'clock Sunday game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to my buddies at the Red Zone and say, don't even flip that game. <laughs> don't, I don't you care. dare. I do not care. Well, I'll be watching on the side anyway. I got the, I got, I'll get the whole game. But I do have some boots on the ground reporting from a friend of mine who lives in Buffalo, who I'm not going to name, but they live very close to the stadium. Not snowing there yet. Followed oh, no. by a little editorializing. Can't believe they moved the game. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but of course, it's a friend of mine who lives in Buffalo. So, uh yeah, no snow yet. So here's the thing. They might have moved the game from Buffalo, but if this six foot of snow thing, I don't think people are understanding. People are saying, oh, yeah, there's going to be six feet of snow in Buffalo. That's more than every other snowstorm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I think they're overselling it. I think that, you know, when you cheat on the test, you don't want to get 100. I yeah. think that's what the weather <laughs> people are doing. They're, they're not going to be six feet of snow, man. They're going for the extra credit on this one. It should even. be. It'd be the number one story of the year if they actually got six feet of snow in a U.S. city. Man, it's that's a lot. Even for Buffalo, a city that can handle snow, that still is quite a bit. Uh, so we've got that story for you. Now the Bills going on the road. Who does this favor now? The Bills and Browns being inside. I actually think it does favor the Bills. The Browns have that power run game. The Bills run game is really predicated on Josh Allen. So I think this does favor them. The Bills are kind of a a team, quite frankly, built for for a dome. So uh, we'll see what happens with that spread. We'll see what happens with the total and all of that. The other story that's going on today, we have a few other things, is some news coming out of Denver from local Denver sports talk where former NFL player uh, Tyler Palumbo, who has said that he has heard from inside the organization that Russell Wilson has been calling audibles that using the old Seahawks language. So the guys in the huddle have been really confused about what Russ is trying to do because he's not using what the Broncos language is. And that may be one reason along with the injuries, of course, why this offense has looked as stagnant as it has. Mm. I think it's the backups. Maybe he did screw up some audibles. The, uh, the, his teammates have been asked in the locker room. They all said that's completely a ridiculous story. Well, line. of course they're going to say that. But now. also, too, I mean, he probably screwed up three audibles. <laughs> and I, I just don't buy this story. I don't think he's going up there consistently calling Seahawks plays, and that's why they're so bad. There's a lot of reasons they're so bad. 
starting with Russell Wilson, starting with Nathaniel Hackett, then starting with guys, you know, XFL-level linemen, oh, uh, AAF-level receivers. <laughs> uh, the USFL kicking game. Hey, don't knock the AAF. What's that? Don't knock the AAF. That was a great league. And, you know, the funny thing is, if you look at their schedules, as bad as all this was, they, they lost every game in dramatic fashion the first six weeks of the season, right? They were in every game. Now they're starting to sort of stumble and fall a little bit, even though it was only 17-10 against Tennessee. They were actually leading that whole game, but they were never dangerous. They were and, in every game because their defense is elite. Yeah, I mean, I, their offense hurt them. Remember the Melvin Gordon fumble game against your Raiders? They would have won that game if Melvin Gordon wasn't in the NFL anymore and they had another <laughs> running back. I, honestly, I, I think the Broncos are just, you know, this happens. It happened in the Niners in 2020. You have injury-plagued seasons. You just throw it away and move on, probably with a new coach next year. A total write-off. That's what Perloff thinks. 855 an expensive write-off because of what Russell Wilson's getting paid. 855-212-4227. Let's go to Jay. He's in Houston. Jay, what's up? Nothing much, Maggie and, and Perloff. Look, I'm curious because I heard that uh, Pete Carroll interview uh, early, earlier in the week, uh, and he pretty much was saying the same thing uh, between the lines with uh, Chef Russell Wilson. Since he likes, <laughs> yes, uh, you know about the audible situation with him changing plays and different things of that uh, matter. But I'm very curious. What is your thought on? Because I think back to that Super Bowl where it was so obvious for them to run Marshawn Lynch, and then all the blame fell on Pete Carroll for that. Do you actually? I'm I'm wondering if Russell Wilson maybe called an audible. Uh, oh, at the goal line. Interesting. Yeah. Sorry, Jay. I mean, just I'm curious. Uh, just what's going on behind you? It's like sounds like construction or something. Uh, it's Houston. This construction. <laughs> it's Houston. Yeah. Period. So, uh, enough said. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I mean, there's lots of land and lots of construction. So okay. Just curious about that. Wants to move here. Move here. <laughs> We'll be right there. Thank you so much, Jay. Appreciate the phone call. Um, Okay, so the story that came out with Pete Carroll early this week that Jay was alluding to there, Perloff, was, of course, Pete Carroll saying that Russell Wilson didn't wear an armband, right? That was, he wouldn't wear the wristband that had the plays on it and that that created some more confusion than was necessary. Right, but, you know, I think there's been a ton of reporting on who made the call on the... uh, Pete Carroll's always owned it. Yeah, it wasn't the offensive coordinator. It was Pete Carroll, right? I yeah. think is Pete always owned yeah. it. I don't know exactly who called the play. Who was, I think Pete was it called. Brian Schottenheimer? Who was their offensive coordinator I'm not for that sure. Super Bowl? I, I seem to remember he either he took the blame. He might have just I taken think, the blame. I mean, that's what I a good leader made would the, do. Made the the play call, and I think they're you know they had a bunch of numbers. I think that the pass was the better play there. Because, I mean, in today's NFL, the pass would definitely be the better play. Oh, he'd be in shotgun. Yeah, there's no way. By the way, he never would have been under center in today's NFL. Oh, Daryl Bevel, yeah. Daryl Bevel. Yeah, I I don't think – I highly doubt Russell Wilson caught an audible to a pass play in that situation. That would take big cojones out of Russell Wilson. (laughs) I'd actually respect him more if he did that. (laughs) I don't know about that. Uh, that's pretty incredible. I'd respect Pete Carroll more if he if it was actually Russell Wilson audibling out of it and he took the blame because Pete Carroll took so much blame for that. Oh, he, Russell Wilson didn't audible that play. I don't even think he really had the power to. I doubt they. Well, gave we know him the that power. Belichick was waiting for it, 
So we also know yeah. that they had practiced jumping that play. They had seen something on film where Malcolm Butler yeah. knew what was coming. Right, right. Well, my point is, I, I seriously doubt that Russell Wilson was in a position to audible out of that play. I think quarterbacks' audibles are much more limited than people think they are. Peyton, I, I've heard Peyton used to get a choice of three plays in his ear. And then he'd get up there, and everyone's thinking that he's analyzing the defense and breaking it down and coming up with some brilliant call out of nowhere. That's not the case. Yeah, but how many times has Peyton mentioned on the Manning cast that he pulls the, I'm sorry, I had static in my headset. I didn't hear Ooh. you. He's like, that's when you go back <laughs> to the coach. Like, I don't know, something's wrong with this dang headset. Yeah, right. That's what he says. Oh, my He mentions gosh. it you know, once a broadcast. Le- by the legend of this genius quarterback, get out of here. Hey, by the way, speaking of uh, Manning cast, but something a little bit different, did you see tonight? Yeah. They're going to do for Amazon's Thursday Night Football, not the Mannings. It's going to be LeBron James and basically The Shop, the his HBO show. They're going to do a second screen watching Packers Titans stew. You look so miserable about this. Is it because he's not like practicing somewhere? You're worried as a Laker fan? It's fine. He can he can have his fun uh, off the court. I can't tell him not to do something. It's <laughs> just a little they're not playing well and it's frustrating when it's off the court stuff. Oh, uh, you think it's a bad look? Like he should be watching film somewhere. Yeah, and he's also hurt, so I guess I mean Oh yeah. W- what's he going to do? If he can't really practice, what's the point of being mad about it, but well, you know they've been planning this for a while. I don't yeah, think they came, oh, I don't yeah, think no, they came right. up with this. That is like, true. Last it's not week. like a last week thing. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so who the, who are the guests? Uh, I got to get Jamie that for Fox you. Jamie Foxx is on there. Um, hold on one second. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. I will uh, did anyone see Stephen A's uh, sort of NBA Manning room? You it know, was, I didn't watch it. It was it was. Hmm. How do I say this? It was not. The Manning cast, because all he did, he had Jalen Rose walk over from next door, who had just done the pregame with him, and sat with him for a half hour, and then he had Michael Wilbon come over from the pregame, and he got that guy, uh, Jay Farrell was his only outside guest, uh, so it was... From uh, SNL formally. Right, yeah. so they were trying to sell it as a second screen, but it really was just an extension of the postgame show. <laughs> But, I didn't watch it. But LeBron, I think LeBron, if he's doing a one-time deal, should get good guess, right? Okay, so here's what we got. Thank you for filibustering. So it's going to be LeBron, Maverick Carter, and Paul Rivera, yep. who are the guys who are normally on the shop. Uh, I believe Paul Rivera is normally on the shop. And Jalen Ramsey is going to be a guest. Okay. You've got Des Bryant It's going to be a guest. He's always good, yeah. Jamie Foxx. Yep. I just said that, actually. And then Rob Lowe. Mr. NFL. Mr. Guy who wouldn't, who was literally wearing the cap that just had the NFL logo on it. I, I mean, can, can we put the bet on what hat he's going to wear? He's got like to wear the He's a big Lakers hat. fan, if I remember. Yeah. I mean, this is obviously all LA oriented, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. I think this is, that's a great. Jamie Foxx is going to steal the show. I, I'm calling yeah. it now, hands down. He's, he's the best entertainer out of these guys by a power of 10. Now, I have to admit, there is going to be a problem here. What's that? I mean, it's. <laughs> Okay, so there's the what's the other? They have a couple second screens going on. The, the dude perfect guys. The dude perfect guys, and I never still haven't checked it out. Yeah, I saw because Amazon. We're just getting used to watching Amazon in the first place. <laughs> we're not sophisticated enough to watch a second and a third screen over the one game, and you know we're we're still trying to get into the college football and the NBA world a little bit on cable. I don't know. It's uh, the second screen. It's great that they're doing this. I just don't expect them to hit those huge numbers that the Manning cast gets quite yet. So here's, I think, the question is, do you want this being piloted like LeBron and Maverick Carter? Like, do you want this being steered by guys who are in a different sport? Like, that's the thing about the Mannings. When all else fails, like when they're not interviewing guests, they're talking football about a football game. Like, 
LeBron, I know he's a big football fan, but he's going to be the pilot of this thing, and ultimately it's going to be a basketball player talking about an NFL game. Does well, that hold yeah, the same appeal? LeBron is like one of those most famous football fans. He comments on football. Famous. Yeah, no, I'm a, there's no way I'm watching even a second of this, so this is just hypothetical <laughs> talk. Wait a minute, what was all that? You love Rob Lowe stuff. Yeah, I love Rob Lowe. Not in this setting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would tune in for Jamie Foxx. He's going to be funny no matter what. Uh, yeah, He's, he's an incredible entertainer. I, I don't need this the second screen. I think it's a great admirable. I hope LeBron has a good time. Just count me out. I love how salty Stu is. It's just like it's been a long oh, season. Well, I'm just thinking, by the way, who so are they? two weeks in? I know <laughs> it's been a long season. <laughs> who are the Manning cat? Who are the most notable Manning cat? What have they made news on Manning cats? I remember when Eli gave the double bird. Yeah, <laughs> so, I don't think anyone was on the screen for that. I think it was just him and Peyton. Right, that was just him and Peyton. A few guests have made headlines. Oh, I, Kevin Hart was the best. He roasted Eli so hard. Just the Eagles Giants stuff. He's like, I know you guys aren't close, or else you'd be together for Thanksgiving. That was oh, funny, just yeah. biting. What was the one? There was one. There was one real headline that came out of the Manicast. I can't remember, but I think this will be entertaining, but not super football. You you bring up a good point. I wonder if they'll talk NBA on there. Yeah, maybe they can diagnose what's wrong with the Lakers. I'm I sure LeBron it, would love that. I'm a little trade Russell Westbrook talk. He doesn't get Rob enough Lowe, of that. Rob Lowe and Jamie Foxx. You don't think Jamie Foxx is going to ask that? That's going to be his first question. <laughs> Who's going to bring up Kyrie Irving? Just the whole the whole place goes totally quiet. Uh, let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Paul is in Cincinnati. Hey, Paul. Hi, how are you? What's up? Uh, well, first of all, LeBron will be a bust. <laughs> uh, second of all, Maggie, aren't you supposed to use air quotes when you say that Belichick is doing something that he saw on the film? And <laughs> the other, yes, I'm sorry. Something he uh, stole on the film. Going back... Uh, Going back to Russell Wilson, uh, th- this seems to be like a weekly thing depending on the quarterback. Last week it was Aaron Rodgers, then it was Dak, where these guys are getting exorbitant amounts of the contract or the, the cap. So you can't have great receivers around them because there's not enough money to go around. Yeah, I mean, some of the good it's – uh, Paul, it's a good point. Some teams have figured it out, right? Like, I mean – I mean, the Broncos were supposed to, they were supposed to have good receivers. They were set up for Rodgers, so they had Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton, and Jerry Judy, but they missed on Judy. Sutton, I think, they is a little overrated. He's okay, and Patrick got hurt. So I'm trying to think who has high-paid receivers and has a high-paid quarterback. Well, Kansas City, Travis Kelsey makes a lot. Um, you have the Rams, mm. Matthew Stafford makes a lot. Cooper Cup makes a lot. The Kansas Bills, City, I don't think. Josh Allen makes a lot. Stephon Diggs makes a lot. The Raiders. The Raiders, but... Yeah, I don't know how well that's working. But, yes, everyone makes a lot there. What are Kansas City's receivers? Forget Kelsey. They don't have anybody. They're not paying anyone except Kelsey. No, now they're not because they didn't want to pay Tyreek Hill. Yeah, so I think they're... But the way the Dolphins are able to do that, to Paul's point, is Tua's still on a rookie contract. Yeah. Yeah. So the Broncos, you know, with Russell, were supposed to have Judy on a rookie contract. Mm -hmm. Is Sutton still on a rookie contract? I think he is. And And Sertain's on the rookie contract. And Patrick is is He's going to be expensive on the other side of the ball. And yeah. they, they didn't re-sign Bradley Chubb. They traded him away. Yeah, so there were supposed to be receivers here, but things fell apart. And what, and a lot of that's not Russell's fault. But, yeah, no, it's really hard. that You're not going to keep great receivers. I If Tua gets to a second contract, he's not going to be thrown at Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. You know, the funny thing about that, though, is 
don't you? So usually you can have room to pay your quarterback, and then generally it's like a pass rusher, right? There's usually someone else on the team who can still be making a lot of money, whether it's a pass rusher, a corner, somebody who's been prioritized. Now that we see what Tua, or what uh, Tyree Kill has done for Tua, what well Devontae Adams was supposed to do for Derek Carr hasn't really happened. What AJ Brown has done for Jalen Hurts, the fact that these wide receivers, what Jamar Chase has done for Joe Burrow, we have seen where wide receivers have really helped these quarterbacks a lot. Do you think that teams will start saying, "All right, we got to pay our quarterback and our wide receiver, and we're going to try to cut corners elsewhere"? It's hard to tell. We don't really know what Joe Burrow is without Jamar Chase. So, yeah, I don't think so. But uh, th- this is a difference of philosophy between you and me because you think Stephon Diggs made Josh Allen. <laughs> um, I don't know if he made Josh Allen. He helped Josh Allen. He still I, does that one-handed catch against yeah. the Vikings. I mean, he still helps him. I think we'll see at the end of the day investing in your wide receiver or investing in your quarterback. Which one? I think you're going to have to choose quarterback, right? Well, quarterback for sure, but they usually have money for one other premium spot. It's yeah. just a lot of times it goes to the pass rusher. Or someone on the defense. What is or the, the two high oh, pay, yeah. highest paid? So is or a left tackle. What is the highest paid combo of wide receiver quarterback? It's got to be Stu's Raiders, right? I would say between or Max Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. No, 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 Devontae Adams and I'm saying quarterback wide receiver. Oh, quarterback wide receiver. I thought you meant a quarterback and then a pass rusher. I think it's got. I bet it's got to be Derek Carr and Devontae. Yeah. Adams. And then I don't even. There really aren't a lot of those doing. So I don't think a lot well, of Kyler people, Murray did just get paid, and Kyler and, Hopkins, are, yeah, and Hopkins is well paid. Uh, then Cooper Cup and and Stafford. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we're forgetting anybody. I hope someone's not screaming oh, at the Diggs radio. Oh, Diggs and Allen. And Diggs and Allen are both. Yeah, I said that one. Um, um, I don't think we're forgetting anyone, are we? But obviously, that was a big off off season story that you can't. Play you can't pay both Terry Kill and Patrick Mahomes. You can't pay Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. I think the Kansas City didn't want to. I don't know if they couldn't have. I think they wanted to, and look at what they're showing. I think they wanted five guys instead of one. They wanted Valdez Scantling. They wanted Juju Smith-Schuster. They wanted just like a variety of dudes, along with Kelsey, who gets paid a ton. Mm. Yeah, I, you, I don't think they wanted think, to pay Tyreek Hill. It's not. I don't think it's a matter of could they have. Right, but I mean, I think they'd prefer to have Tyreek Hill than than all those guys. I don't know. I mean, they let him move on. I think they saw the asset was, you know, they got draft picks mm. back and they were able to refill the wide receiver room and they really haven't skipped a beat. One combo that we're missing is um, in Cleveland with Amari Cooper and Deshaun Watson. Oh, right, because we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But Amari Cooper... But Cooper's I think, almost done that contract, right? Yeah, but I think he's $20 million a year and, and, uh, and 46 for Watson. For Watson, so. yeah. Uh, okay, we got to take a quick break. Uh, coming up on the other side, we will talk a little bit about the Raiders. Turns out it could be Josh McDaniels and the Raiders for years and years to come. But why? We have a little reporting on that. We'll do that in just a moment. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Don't move more Maggie and Pearl off after this. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. 
This season, for the first time, you can hear every West 1 NFL broadcast stream live free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com, via Westwood 1 station streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood 1 Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone, the free AutoZone fixed finder service. can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Back on Maggie and Perloff. I have an alternate idea for the Browns, uh, the Browns and the Bills game. It was just moved to Detroit yeah. because of the weather. Why not just cancel it? Because what's the point of playing <laughs> a Cleveland-Buffalo game in Detroit? It's so lame. And honestly, the Browns are so lame to begin with. Just adding this lame factor of being in Detroit. <laughs> is, well, this has gone from the most exciting game of the weekend to the single biggest afterthought of the entire weekend. You know, I Except think you're for, right. by the way, that Bron- aren't the Broncos playing the Raiders? Yeah. That's they an are. all-time afterthought. But uh, this is the second most afterthought. Um, I present to you Commanders against Houston Texans. Commanders are. <laughs> commanders are the real deal now against the Texans. You think that's a must, a more must watch game than the bills against the Cleveland Browns, no matter yeah. where they play the game. Absolutely. Oh boy. Um, I, honestly, there's certain teams that we all change on red zone. You're right. The Texans are number one and any AFC South team immediately turned the channel, but the Texans are the worst. You have to admit the Browns are a pretty turn worthy team on, on red zone channel. Yeah, I, I'm i not so into them. I think it's going to be different when Deshaun Watson does come back. He's back in the building now, able to practice, I guess. He had only been able to attend meetings before. Um, so that's like the only kind of thing I'm curious about, I guess, with the Browns for the rest of the season. Yeah. Although I have, I would not put it beyond them that their power run game could slice through the Bills' defense. So I'm curious how the Bills respond after two really tough losses against the Jets and the Vikings. Yeah, no, the Bills part is, is very interesting. Again, a little disappointed we're not going to get to see the snow game. I understand yeah. the safety issues. I am dying to come in Monday morning and look at the actual number of how much snow fell because it's such a big variable. There's a two feet range. <laughs> yeah, it seems two like feet a of lot. Snow. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take two can we, feet. Can we do <laughs> bets before the end of the show? Can we all write down a number of how many inches will fall in Buffalo? Sure. And we, whoever want to put like all five, put five bucks in and then whoever gets the closest gets the pot. Yeah. Well, okay. I was going to say a meal, but that's great. Yeah. Five bucks in. And it's exactly. We're going to go inches or feet? Centimeters. No. Well, no, no, no. We got to go inches. We got to go inches. Okay, we'll go inches. So, I mean, that's a lot of math because we have to multiply something by 12. (laughs) Well, so six feet is 72 inches. So let's uh, work off of that. Wait, but who's like official snowfall are we going to use? Are we going with the the AccuWeather service or National Weather Service or whatever? I think everyone can make their case bringing a story. No, 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 no. We have to have someone, a consistent outlet. How about National just the National Weather, Weather Service. Service? Yeah, they see they're still around, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. Good. Then we're going with the National Weather Service. There, it's okay. settled. Are we doing prices right rules where if you go over, you're automatically closest without going over? Oh, so so whoever no, picks la- no, whoever picks last can't do the one dollar yeah. or like the one oh inch. Maggie has yeah or Maggie <laughs> has like thirteen inches and you go fourteen inches. No, you can't. Do we can write okay. it down at the same time and then so yes. it's, so good, it's just closest closest to the hole. Like, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Closest no, yeah. to the number. Yeah. We can't, we, we can't do prices right rules. It just doesn't work. I out. would put one inch. No. <laughs> I've watched too many episodes of that show. I know. Or, or I just know go one up. more than the guy who went right before you. Yeah. Um, okay. We have to get to story two. Uh, wait. Hold on. Let's get to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. We'll get to the Raiders story in just a moment. 855-212-4227. Clay is in Ohio. Clay, I understand you're upset about the Bills game and the Browns game being moved to Detroit. Thanks for taking my call. I'm telling you what, this is the end. I will never watch 
professional football again. Oh, Clay, come Vince on. Lombardi is rolling <laughs> in his grave. <laughs> no. No. This is uh, Cleveland Browns play on Lake Erie. Buffalo plays on Lake Erie. Wind, snow. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? They're Clay. going to Detroit. Can you imagine the 80,000 Buffalo Bill fans with tickets? I would I want my double money back. Are you out of your mind? Wait, Clay, it's wait snow. a minute. But they moved the game in 2014. They did the same thing, and something tells me you kept watching football. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Gotcha there, Clay. That had, do, that had to do with different circumstances. It's snow. The roof collapsing. No, that was Minnesota. Football, yeah. for God's sake. <laughs> no, remember 1967, the ice bowl? Remember it well. Degrees, and wind chill factor of 30 degrees below zero. Vince Lombardi comes back. Boom, Dallas Cowboys. Run the play and let's get the hell out of it. You know, 20 people on both teams had frostbitten fingers, but they did it. <laughs> Clay, that's you not know? something we <laughs> should be celebrating cold. now. Wait, what do you mean we should? Frostbite? It's yes. dangerous. Oh, gosh. You're you kidding me, Maggie. The Packers. <laughs> oh, what are we going to do? Oh, no, that's football. This is that. What are we going to do with these uh, football players? Put some uh, cheerleader outfits on them. <laughs> this is unreal. Oh, Clay. Something tells me you were one of those people who had to walk to school in the snow uphill both ways. No, no. <laughs> I had great parents. Rock and roll. Clay is, Clay is absolutely right. Thank Here, you, Clay. Here's something that. that you could do about the extreme weather. You could take the oblong football, turn it into a circle, put uh, seams on it, take the grass field, make it a hardwood court, and just play basketball indoors. <laughs> because that's what you play indoors. You don't play football indoors. This is pathetic, Maggie. What do you mean the ice bowl wasn't cool? Yeah, the fact that 20 guys got frostbite, that's awesome. Tom Coughlin still has red cheeks to this day. <laughs> yes. Poor guy. I think we're going to be interviewing him coming up, actually, in a couple weeks. He's got a new book out. Uh, Chris is in Portland. Chris is also upset. Chris, what's up? Uh, just uh, Also a little irritated with this Bills indoor game. Um, wasn't it last year when they played, wasn't it the Patriots once or twice when it was super snowy, super windy? Yep. It was windy the first time, and then it was sub-zero the second time. I don't think it was a lot of, it might have snowed a little during the game, but it was just bitter cold. Gotcha. Well, last year I had Josh Allen on the fantasy football team, so when they threw the ball like three times, <laughs> killed me. So this time I'm a little irritated that the commissioner has him and they're moving the game indoors. Just a, just a little bitter. <laughs> oh, you think the commissioner of your fantasy football league maybe made a call to Roger Goodell or something? You know, I really wouldn't put it past it. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a pretty competitive league, Chris. Thanks yeah, for checking no, there in. There is a lot of fantasy football implications of this move, and I'm not happy about it either because I don't have any Bills or Cleveland Brown <laughs> players, so this does me no good. I'll tell you what, I think the Bills might have been lobbying for this move. But yeah. listen, it's about the safety of the people in Buffalo, first and foremost. Although I did check in with my friend in Buffalo. She did say it has not started snowing yet. So is all of a sudden Buffalo like Atlanta, where if they get two inches, everything <laughs> shuts down? Don't they know what snow looks like in Buffalo? Yeah. I mean, they take snowmobiles to the games. <laughs> yeah. They know snow. Uh, okay. Apparently not well enough. Not well enough to play a football game. Uh, okay. Coming up next, we will get to that Raiders news in just a moment. We promise. We also have uh, the one thing you have to be looking for in tonight's Packers-Titans game. However, we're going to leave you, before we get to Rich Ackerman and the update, we're going to leave you with a little trivia. 
we realized that we love doing sports trivia around here. So we got a trivia question. We can think about it in the break, and then you can try to answer it on the other side, right? So here we go. Here's the trivia question for everyone out there. The Packers host the Titans tonight at Lambeau with four-time NFL MVP Aaron Rodgers under center. The Packers, in fact, have the most MVP awards of any NFL team in history with 10, thanks to Rodgers 4 and Favre's 3. Which NFL franchise has the second most MVP winners? That is a good trivia question, Mike Samter. Nice job. All right, we're going to try to answer that on the other side. Time for a CBS Sports update. Here is Rich Ackerman. Maggie and Perloff. So are we going to do the trivia answer first here, Meg? Yeah, so we went into break with the trivia question. You want to read it? Yeah, the Packers host the Titans tonight at Lambeau with four-time NFL MVP Aaron Rodgers. The Packers, in fact, have the most MVP awards of any NFL team in history with 10. Rodgers has four, Favre has three. Which NFL franchise has the second most MVP winners? This is a hard one. I have... I have two teams I've narrowed it down to, and I think both are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you don't feel confident about either one of them? Not really. Okay. Uh, I've got, I think I've got two also. Well, I mean, honestly, I was thinking about the fact You go that first. I know Peyton Manning won a ton of MVPs. Yeah. So, I was thinking the Colts also, just because he won four there and one that I was, that in I actually, Denver. I thought in my head, then who are some other Colts winners? Luck, I don't think, won an MVP, but they had Lenny Moore and Burt Jones. Remember Burt Jones? A long time ago. You probably weren't even born. Um, so my other thought was the Niners, most because they had Montana and Young. Yeah. So I thought maybe that's a good one. Maybe a John Hadle or a Y.A. Tittle or somebody. Uh, no, it's Tittle there. No, he wasn't even there. Um, so I would probably go, it's a blind guess, the Niners. I was thinking either the Colts, but again, because Peyton give them, gives them a, such a lead with four. And then I thought maybe just the Steelers. Oh, how about the Broncos when Peyton got one there and Elway got a bunch, but not that many. Mm, I thought maybe the Steelers just because historic franchise, I don't know. <laughs> lots yeah, of, I know, lots I thought, of winning, yeah, yeah, yeah. lots of attention. But I don't think Terry Bradshaw won too many MVPs and Ben didn't win one. So yeah. that's a lot. I don't think there were many in between. Uh, you stumped us, Samter, on the inaugural trivia. What do you Maggie got? Maggie trivia. Well, so for the record, the Steelers have one MVP. That's total. it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, coming in Who fifth- was it? Oh, you know that I'd have to check in just a <laughs> second. You. That would be... Bradshaw? Pittsburgh Steelers would be Terry Bradshaw yeah. on 78. Uh, so coming in fifth would be the Rams and the Browns tied with four. Okay. Third is the San Francisco 49ers with five. Gotcha. And number one, Andrew Perloff and Maggie, you both had your guesses right, is the Indianapolis slash Baltimore Colts. Four for Peyton Manning with the Colts. He had one with Denver. You also have three from Johnny Unitas. Oh, right. Earl Morrill has one, and Burt Jones has one. So Whoa, nine nice. is Burt the answer Jones. number two. Louisiana so, Lightning, Burt Jones. We both were on the right track there. Just start with Peyton Manning and follow the trail. Well, no, actually, Ron Guidry is Louisiana Lightning, but I believe there was <laughs> yeah. some Louisiana nickname. <laughs> I was going to say, someone else was Louisiana Lightning? Sh- shockingly, the Cowboys and the Steelers have one each, which is just nuts to me. So okay, Bradshaw no, no, no. and Emmett Smith for the Cowboys? Yeah, Emmett definitely won yes. one. Yeah. 93 Emmett. The Rustin Rifle, Burt Jones. Not the Louisiana Lightning, but <laughs> Rustin, Louisiana. Yeah. So it's pretty close. Still, I knew he had an amazing Louisiana-oriented nickname. The Rustin Rifle. Partial credit. Rustin Rifle. Um, quickly, we got to get to Stu's Raiders because this was an interesting one from Bill Plaschke, who's a columnist for the LA Times. Now, he didn't write this, but he did say it on an episode of Around the Horn. I don't think we have. No. Uh, he basically said 
that the reason why Josh McDaniels is safe right now with his job is because the Raiders, and this was his quote, cash poor, do not want to be paying multiple head coaches. At least that's what Bill Plaschke thought and said on Around the Horn yesterday. That's a tough answer. A tough answer. I know that they've built this big stadium, and I know that they have a really expensive payroll, but if you're rich enough to own an NFL team, I kind of feel like Perloff, forgive me, a million here, a million there, pay a coach here, pay a coach there. I never thought that would be what could sink the bottom line. Maybe I'm naive. Yeah, I, I do think there's – think about it. You just hired him a four-year deal. Probably costs a lot of money. You might make yourself a good argument. You might want to get a little – why fire him with three years left on his deal? Also, this is a guy that you sort of had to fend off a lot of teams for. You beat out a lot of teams to Josh McDaniels. I'm not as big – I'm not a – Huge fan of one and done in the NFL. My reason being, as a former Cincinnati Bengals fan, when Andy Dalton was there, yeah. I thought Zach Taylor was the worst coach I've ever seen. They went 2-14, and 14 and I was like, you've got to get this guy out of town. Turned out he was a great coach. So I, mm. he's a pretty good coach. I know they went to the Super Bowl, but we talked to our friend Shio Kapadia about this. Is Zach Taylor a good coach is an interesting question. It's not a slam dunk. Not to be. Uh, okay. Slam that dude took the Cincinnati Bengals, the lowest payroll team in the history of the NFL, to the Super Bowl. Well, lowest payroll team when you've got Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase both on rookie contracts. No, I'm just it's not historically, like they have no talent. Historically, they've had the least amount of talent in the NFL. They put they don't even have a scouting department until about five years ago. Now, I think it's pretty – he's a great offensive coach, in my opinion. But whatever. Uh, if they had fired him and just gone to another guy, they never would have made the Super Bowl. So – Maybe, or maybe they still would have. I I don't know oh about that. God. Again, Burrow and Chase, the defense played well. The defensive coordinator gets tons of credit. Meanwhile, did you, just a, a little tangent for a second, did you see the stat, I read this in The Athletic, about the Cincinnati Bengals. They're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers this weekend. They are 1-7 against rookie quarterbacks dating back to 2017. How is that possible? It's like the opposite of what Belichick and like uh, Pete Carroll do, where they just totally confuse, you know, these rookie quarterbacks. How are you one in seven against rookie quarterbacks? And the reason why this is applicable is because, of course, they're playing Kenny Pickett this weekend. Man, I can't. Believe- it was Trubisky when uh, they when they met at the season opener. Do you know how many years before Zach Taylor it had been since the Bengals had won a playoff game? No, I know Marvin Lewis. All the losses I remember. So what was it? Probably nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, Brian know, Boomer. You have said yourself you did not think that the Titans were uh, worthy number one seed. We're just, talking about the, the path the, that they went. They you were Ryan within, and Tannehill threw three picks in that game, and they beat the Raiders. I think it's sorry, Stu. I I think Zach Taylor did an amazing job. He got within three points of winning the Super Bowl. I know. So why with, why was Samaj P Ryan on the field and not Joe Mixon? Who is a good coach? Then? I think there are a lot of good coaches. Well, there aren't a lot of better coaches than Zach Taylor. He is really good. And by the way, they're going to be right there again this year. Let's get to tonight's game, Perloff. And we have to get to some of what we like from this game from a betting perspective. Now, it looks like it's going to be... Now, the high today in Green Bay, we've been talking about weather all game, all show because of the snow in Buffalo. The high today in lovely Green Bay, Wisconsin was 29 degrees. Looks like the low, excuse me, 27 degrees. The low, it looks like, is going to be maybe about, I don't know, 14, 15 degrees. There is not supposed to be a lot of wind, though. So that's a positive. What do we like in this game? 
Oh, so I think the, the Packers win one game against the Cowboys, a game that they were trailing by 14 in the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden the ship is righted. I do <laughs> yeah. not understand. The positivity on the Packers this week was unbelievable to me. I yeah. think people have been... They are, are they that different a team than the team that stunk offensively two weeks ago or three weeks ago, four weeks ago? Well, if Christian Watson keeps catching those passes, maybe they are different. It was different. one game. It was one game, yeah. I, I think that this is a huge overreaction to one win. One win will happen. You know, it was at home. They were fired up for the Cowboys, and they still should have lost the game. I'm all about the Titans tonight. Okay. And- I think the offense of the Packers slows down again. I like the Titans plus the three and a half just because Titans kind of keep it close with a lot of teams and Derrick Henry's ability to run the ball. Now, the last time the Packers faced Derrick Henry, they kept him to under 100 yards rushing. His prop tonight is 102 and a half. And I kind of like it. I mean, the loss of Rashawn Gary um, is obviously, you know, maybe he's a little more of a pass rusher, but um, you know what I mean? They're losing. You like, a, you like going over. I like the over on 102 mm. and a half. You don't like that. No, I, I, I'm not going to root against Derrick Henry over tonight because that would ruin my viewing experience. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, it, you know, you make a good point. I, I kind of do like that as well. Uh, I, so I like the points taking uh, the Titans plus three and a half. I do like the Derrick Henry over. Uh, on the Green Bay side of things, I like an Alan Lazard anytime touchdown. I know Watson just is coming off the big game, but you can tell when you watch Packers games, Rodgers really trusts Lazard, and that's about it. And maybe now Watson. Yeah, that's I don't, plus two hundred. I think that Rodgers is going to come back down to earth today. I really do. I, I think that last week was more of an outlier. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I was remember I was waiting for the Packers to come back all year long. Yeah. Then I finally gave up for on them. Gave up on everyone. Gave up on the Bucks. I always said the Bucks are going to be good. How many? Alan Lazard has five touchdowns on the season. He's a go-to guy. But the offense, it's not him. The offense does not create a lot of scores. So you think that the offense is going to come back to earth. Would you take an Aaron Rodgers under passing yes. yards, 241 and a half? All day. Okay. So we like the Titans plus three. Yes. We like Derrick Henry over 102 and a half. Love it. We like Aaron Rodgers under 241 and a half passing. Yes. You're with me on the Alan Lazard anytime touchdown or no? I'll go with you. I love Alan Lazard. <laughs> okay. How can you not like Alan Lazard? <laughs> uh, the rushing props for A.J. Dillon and for Aaron Jones, both pretty pretty small. Uh, I, I, I don't like getting caught up in trying to predict what the Packers are going to do offensively because sometimes they forget they have Aaron Jones. You notice that? <laughs> uh, yeah, but they'd still have Dylan. So Aaron Jones is 57 and a half. AJ Dylan, 35 and a half. So yeah, I looked at Aaron Jones game log and there are most games. He doesn't hit even 50 yards. Yeah. So go with the under, I would go with the under. I think that if we go with Derrick Henry over 102, that means the Titans control the ball, yep. probably get a lead. The Packers are going to rely on Rodgers more than the run game. You know that LaFleur will give up on the run game. He's done it all year. I, I think that we go all Titans tonight, except for what's Alan Lazard, okay. our, our guy Alan Lazard. So plus 200. And you like the Rodgers under 241. And oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. This portion of the show is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code MNP. To get in on the action. Let's go back to the phones. Mike is in Indianapolis, wants to talk about snow games. Mike, what's on your mind? Yeah, yeah man, I, I play the game indoors. I, I've been watching the game for 50 years, and I've yet to see a good game, NFL game, played in the snow. I, it's bad enough that 80% of games in the NFL are lost due to mistakes, now you got to sit and watch two teams turn the ball over 10 times because they can't hold on <laughs> to it or miss tackles and all of that. Play the game indoors. Let talent take over. Let's watch a good game. Mike, what Thank about you. the 
What about the uh, Patriots Raiders, the the famous tuck rule game? No. Well, that was okay. But that was <laughs> even more so because you know that was watchable because it was a playoff game, right? But you think about that Cincinnati um, San Diego, San Diego yeah. game back in the early 80s. That game was dreck. Absolute dreck. <laughs> well, even for the it Tuck Row like game, it was. below zero. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what, Mike, was, what was the score? It was 7 nothing. It was 7 nothing at halftime. And even after OT, it was 16 13. So while we remember the game fondly because of the last 90 seconds or so, the game probably was kind of a junk. By the way, hey, Mike, I have a question. What about, so you'd rather have your team play indoors all season and then the first time they have to go on the road in cold weather outdoors get destroyed in the playoffs? Well, That's the formula yeah, you prefer? Well, see, well I, I, see, I don't care whether they play indoors or not. I really don't. But, but I just don't want weather to be the determining factor to the game. Uh, you know Mike just I mean? wants to control the weather. But don't, no, you know what I'm saying? Not even that. I just want a good game. I, right. I I don't want I don't want 100 degrees below zero, or I don't want a foot of rain and guys flying all over the place. So the only thing you can do is run the ball. You can't throw the ball. You know, it's just a. Ugh, Mike, ugh. I think I have, like, I think I have the solution for you. I think you've got to okay. move to the moon. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think there's weather on the moon. I think you're going to yeah. be set there. I think, okay, but think about it. I want you to count on one hand the number of games you see from this point forward that are played in the elements that in which the elements have just taken over the game. No, I know, Mike. Then, we we totally get your point, and they, it's it's a great call. Thank you for making it. I think that's what people like about it, though. If you yeah. like a snow game, you like the sloppy. I love it. Now, I actually, I'm, I'm not a professional weatherman. I don't believe 100 degrees below zero is... <laughs> This is playable, <laughs> and I don't believe there's a foot of rain at any point. A oh. foot of rain seems excessive. Do you remember the story? This is a little off tangent, but do you remember the story when the Olympics were in Beijing? And there was a story. I never was sure if this was actually true. They were shooting the clouds out of the sky so they oh, wouldn't I, rain. I think I, I think I. Was that an onion that story or was that real? So, sounds so like to tell. That, that sounds like <laughs> someone getting you know fooled by the I internet. I do remember that story. Uh, very, very quickly, Sean, what's up? You got 30 seconds, bud. Oh, my gosh. What about the snow games? Vikings-Patriots, 1970. What about Vikings-Eagles, 2010? What about the 2013 Vikings-Ravens? I grew up watching the Vikings. Carl Eller, Alan Page. These guys live for the snow. <laughs> Sean, I love your calling from Maui with that call. That is that is just a delight. <laughs> a Chuck Foreman spin move in the in the elements. Is there anything better than that, Sean? Exactly, sliding into the end zone. <laughs> Sean, it's awesome. I hope you're enjoying paradise uh, while we're all going to freeze in the actual snow. My favorite all-time weather highlight, and I didn't see it. Remember when Terry Bradshaw slid in that puddle for about 15 yes. yards? <laughs> and, of course, that would ne- never be allowed now. But that is football, Maggie. Come on. Get with the program. All right. Uh, well, it's going to be Bills Browns in Detroit in the Dome. Thank you so much to Mike Samter, Stu Kovacs, to Marlo Donahue and Allison Cohen and everyone on the TV side, radio side. Thank you so much. We will see you tomorrow to preview an amazing weekend in college football and the NFL. See you then. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.